And now, a message from our sponsors. Are you suffering from maintaining your beard during this lockdown period? If so, introducing the new Boris the Blade Razor Blade. For $14.99, it's sharp! Welcome to the Sunday Football Podcast on Sunday the 5th of April. Headline news today. It's another quarantine Sunday. The weather is smashing out there. We really should be playing football, but we've got to stay safe. And we're talking about legends today. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, ladies and gents. It's a very special uh, Sunday football podcast. We are talking about Sunday football legends. Um, so this podcast today, I have two of the game, Sunday football game. So I have uh, my co-president, firstly, Satch. Hi, Tess. Good, good morning, all. Morning, Satch. And also, as a very special guest, I have uh, the one and only Sir Stanley Matthews, uh, Shiggy, Shigzy Babe Sharp. Morning, guys. Morning. Guys, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'll let you start, Chief. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm just, uh, as you say, the weather's amazing. You just gutted not to be out, you know, playing football this morning. Um, yeah, but I guess, as you say, we have to all stay indoors and do our bit. Mm. And, you know, hopefully this won't last for too much longer. Yeah, this is the time we'd normally be, well, this time last year, we'd be switching pitches, going from pitch three and four to five and six, and and we'd be having, having a mid, like mid-match rant about who's who's messing up and what we're going to do. But yeah, anyway, hopefully this won't last long, but, um, but yeah, just gutted, just gutted that I can't kick a ball around. Yeah. 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 So actually, let's not, bring, let's not bring up the pitch exit uh, scandal. That's, an, that's a, for another podcast. Okay, <laughs> chaps, so we're talking about legends. We're talking about legends of the Sunday football era. So Sunday football spanning the, the two... The two separation periods, the, the, there was the Finsbury era, uh, circa from 2004 to around about maybe 2011 or 2010. And then the Marlen era, in which we're in now, uh, from that point to now. Um, so let me go with you, Sat. Uh, sorry, Chiggs, as you're the uh, guest, uh, special guest today. Chiggs, how do you define a legend? In the Sunday football world, of course. Um, so I think what we're looking at anyone that is, you know, previously played and is not currently active um, in Sunday football. Uh, I think for me, a legend is someone that sort of, you know, played with us and either, you know, did something to sort of transform Sunday football or, you know, their ability was, was so good, you know, you would put them at the sort of the top echelon of, of the guys we've played with. Game changers, you know, just some of the names you come across today will, you know, some real sort of top, top players that I played against in my time. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess you? I'd echo what he says, but also I think longevity as well. That's a, that's a key thing. You know, people who kind of turn up week in, week out. Like, I know you've sent me a, a list of names, Toes, and, and a few of those, I, I must admit, every Sunday you see them there and these were the days where there wasn't this WhatsApp list and, you know, everybody had prepaid. It was a case of calling people, making sure they were going to come. 
And to make football happen had a lot of hard work and a lot of admin. And I think some of the people you are, you have on this list, they were the key guys. And I think yourself included as well. I know you're not on that list because you're not a legend yet. But um, yeah, it's just, and I think, yeah. And, and as Chig said, ability-wise, these are the, all these guys that you said, you you don't like playing against them, but you also you you do want to play against them because you know you're, you're going to be tested. But also you like having them in your team because they they can make that difference because they've got that heart as well as ability. Right, right, right. Okay, so on that point that you made, Satch, uh, yeah, um, unfortunately uh, for the show we can't count current legends, so I have to exclude myself. Sunday football five time defender of the year, oh, uh, winner of two championships. <laughs> three etc etc sorry yeah so i had to get that in i can't include myself i can't include raji babe who's a fellow hall of famer sorry chigs i know assist king that's your rival and also as well i can't i cannot um i cannot include my son tom green so yeah but but there will be some special allow tom green i don't want to hear tom green's name in this (laughs) podcast do not want to hear tom green's name he turns up in the summer when the weather's good All right, exactly. All right. Uh, so, some, so before we get into it, some, a quick mention, a quick mention of some cult figures who didn't make the list. So, Chris Hill, aka Twinkle Toes, Brazil. Chef, oh, I remember him. Creole, you look like Creole, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Finchy Babe. I think Chigs would remember Finch. Finch. I don't remember. Yeah, I just just a small crossover period with him. Yeah. Uh, Vito, I've oh. considered Vito as a bit of a cult figure. Vito, I think he deserves a, a quick mention, I think, because Vito, when he first started, similar to Boris B, where he started off where we didn't know much about him and he was a bit frustrating. And all of a sudden, yeah. after one year, he stepped up. And I think Vito stepped up with his finishing. He was scoring week in, week out for a small guy, almost 50 years old, but he played like he was 21. So I, I have a lot of... I have a lot of time and respect for Vito. And again, played every week as well for those two, three years. Vito, probably the best movement of any oh, player yeah. we've seen oh, in Sunday football. Off-ball, off-ball ball. movement. Yes, yeah, absolutely agree. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, uh, a, controvers- a controversial uh, choice for me is cult figures. I put them all in one. I've said Ben, Noel, because Noel, obviously, for that uh, Let's Dance mm. uh, that, that let, let's dance mm. quote, and Simran. Uh, I think mm. they can be considered about, some sort of... Yeah, the, oh, oh, is that the... Ben and Noel... Oh, yeah, I remember them now. Yeah. Ben was yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good, players, good players. Good players. Um, Tempered at times. Um, yeah. A bit fiery. Yeah. Um, I think Simran, definitely, if he had played longer, you know, real sort of class act in midfield as well. Very good player. I, I, I think okay. a player you've missed in that list, I think Ben, thinking about Ben and thinking about the incident, I think about the brother of the incident, I just remembered Edgy. And I think he needs a mention yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. I, I, I thought that as well. Good because uh, there was a year where he played everything, fell on his chest. And yeah, he would he would take maybe five shots to score a goal, but he always got those shots in and he always scored goals and he always made opportunities. So yeah, I think he deserves yeah, a, a special mention. He was uh, uh, you know, That one season, he was really unstoppable. But again, yeah, there's, there's loads of these players we can mention, but yeah, carry on. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it, chaps. We're seven, we're seven minutes in already. Right? We're supposed to be keeping an eye on time. Okay, so I'm just going to list out the legends. Uh, I'll introduce them, and then you guys maybe have a minute each to discuss why they deserve to be on the list. And then what, the minute end, per person? Make our... That's what... Sorry? Per person, or just... 
between yeah. us. Oh, per person. Yeah, let's just have so you know, chat. You can comment, then Chigs comments. Coin. Then we go into the next person, and then at the end we will um, we will compare notes as our best eight from the list of thirteen or twelve players. Okay. 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 So firstly, we've got uh, in no particular order. We've got Gervais, the Laws Dawson, oh. a steady defender. All right, Gervais, the Laws Dawson. Discuss, Chirag. Why is he uh, a legend? Uh, Gervais, what a top defender. You know, didn't really have that much pace, but positioning, reading of the game, it's an absolute mountain of a guy. It reminded me probably of, like, say, like a John Terry um, in defence. You know, you, you knew, like, this is before defending was cool. I think he was one of the proper old school sort of defenders. You're always in for a tough game against him. Very hard to beat. You know, always, always put a strong challenge in. You know, love defending. Um, you'd love to have him on your team. You know, just an absolute rock. Um, my thoughts on Gervais are slightly different. I think with Gervais initially... First, when we, he was part of the move from Finsbury to Milan, he was the one who wanted to stay in Finsbury. So he kind of sulked a little bit when we tried to move to Milan. But to his credit, he then came week in, week out, and he didn't have a great first six months in Milan. He wasn't enjoying it. But then he suddenly got really fit and he became, you know, as he got older, he started evergreening. I thought he got better as he got older. It's just a shame he had to move away. Otherwise, he'd still be playing here because he came on Tuesdays with us and he, he just loved football. And yeah, again, he's one of those guys, week in, week out, he's there. Little bit of a pain, d- broken meniscus, I don't care, I'm playing. He's one of those guys, tough guys. Yeah, yeah Jabez was always one of those players. Uh, uh, as, a, as a fellow defender, you, you look to someone uh, across, across the pitch from you who you can always rely on and who's always dependable. And I think Gervais encompasses those two, those two things. So, yeah, very sturdy defender. Okay. Uh, and next, introducing the one and only Shaz, the Emperor. Fonzie. You can definitely start here. The Emperor, Shaz. What, what can you say about him? Why is he on this list? I mean, the, the Fonz was... What what a player! Um, the emperor, as, as you call him, right? The guy's got his own title. He um, apparently he was a goalkeeper. You told me back in the day. He is. Yeah, he's a goalkeeper. He is a goalkeeper. And um, you know, goalkeeper. you see him in goal. He makes some some good saves. But it's on pitch. He's um, again, no pace at all. Like Dimitar Berbatov is uh, your comp. <laughs> you know, no pace, but silky on the ball. Skills gives you the old shake and bake. And then and then buries the ball like yeah just love playing with Shaz, a great guy. Um, yeah, it's a shame he's uh you know living the emperor life in Dubai now. Uh, he went on a bit of a run, didn't he? That uh, that um, that year with the uh, with the whole Empire Rebellion, Imperial Conquest. Yeah, that yeah. was that was one of the best series we've ever had at Sunday football, and you know week in week out, great games, great PR. And, and again, that was the, the those were the days before like social media was a, was a storm as it is now. Like without Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, this was the old school days where there was print. It was a, it was it was it was toes doing the old mailing letters. It was the Shaz long email. You know, that was it was the old school days. And even back then, he kept kept the interest going, which was and and as I said, for someone, I, I wasn't a regular at Finsbury, but that I used to look out for those mails because they were quite yeah, you know, they were fun emails and also. I do think that when we came to Myland, he I think he stopped playing in Myland. He didn't play in Myland. But Finsbury, he was he was really good then. Then he came to Myland, he didn't play as often, so we didn't see the best of him in, in Myland at all. 
Yeah, but he did. Uh, be, obviously, we had we've had some great Empire versus Rebellion games at Marland uh, when we when Shaz makes his way mm-hmm. over to the UK. Um, I'm sure Shigs. I have to take it back to Finsbury. I'm sure Shigs can remember the the fateful match of when uh, the Rebellion were probably up. What we were probably up four two. No, sorry, three. We're probably up um, three two. That's it. We were up three two. In the final moments, Rez gets an equaliser and then yeah. Shaz uh, buries it to make it 4-3. And then I'm in there. Yeah, I'm on the floor with Vish. Not very happy. <laughs> okay. Right. So moving on from the Emperor, uh, the next on the list we have is his, uh, well, his, uh, his right-hand man. That is Rez. Reza, the Sultan of Pain. Satch. Any thoughts on Rez? Physical. Physical. Whenever I played in Finsbury, I remember, again, we were all... It's, it's it's difficult to compare him to now because it, we were all a lot younger then. So we weren't as physically strong as probably said we were in 27, 28. But back then he was quick, he was strong, he had a left foot. He had, he was he was he was just out of the, all the, he's one of my favourite players from that Finsbury time. And and that's a you know and, and that, that's an honest statement because they said he was he just he could just do everything. He could lift the team up when he needed to. He played well, and like he hardly made mistakes. And I, I just said, I, I have a lot of players. And, and me, and, I'm just—it's just a shame that he doesn't play on my end. I think because of other commitments. I think once people didn't turn up, there was some issue that stopped him playing. But if he was playing, he'd be a good asset right now. Yeah, uh, Chiggs, this is your fellow Empire uh, ally. Yeah, I, I love playing in the same team as Rez. As he said he's strong. You know, he's got a great heart. Great left foot. Yeah, that guy scored some goals from long range, which you know, just absolute rockets. And yeah, you know, just playing in the team with him, you know, you've you know, you've got he's going to cover you, mm. um, put those tackles to win, win the ball for you. You know, when you give it to him, he's not going to make a mistake with it. Yeah, you know, real sort of real heartbeat in midfield. Yeah, he didn't tolerate mistakes, Reza. Many a time, me as a young player coming up and up and coming player that uh, Rez was in my ear about giving the ball away, etc. So, yeah, um, those are my few memories. Yeah, but I, I, okay. I guess nothing's changed there, Toes, but yeah. <laughs> I, fell into that one. I fell into that one. Okay. All right. Now, moving on to the next person on the list. I I had, well, you know, I can't influence this too much, but uh, I, there's a reason why we call him the great, uh, sort of like a pioneer of the game. That's Ed, Ed the Great. Uh, Pretty similar to Stevie Gerrard in my eyes, but uh, he's on the list. Uh, Satch, any memories of Ed? Once or twice, I remember him being a, 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 like a like a really solid player. But again, it was just one or two games. I can't say much. But I also think it, it it's hard to for me to compare because I I played a few games in Finsbury, which I'm versus more in my end. But also the one thing I don't remember as much in Finsbury is the defensive. Part back then, it wasn't as as, as solid as you know. As, as now we're more defender heavy, I would say in, in my end. But um, but he, either way, he was. I remember him just walk through. Like, he was just score. He was just like be, he's so easy to take people on. He was strong. He was physical. But um, but yeah, I remember. I remember him being a just just a solid, very good player. But again, again I've not played enough of him. Sadly. But it was, I, I'd say like Oli. You know, similar to when Oli was there recently. Mm. Uh. Chicks. I didn't really play um, with Ed, so I can't really um, have any input. So I didn't get this is on this one for you. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Well, I just think Ed was uh, one of these all-action midfielders. He could 
get the ball from deep, drive, go past the player. He mm. had an incredible shot. And I'm not kidding you. This is a history lesson for some of you boys. I hope you're still tuned in. But Ed was uh, Ed was one of those like midfielders that you, you want. All action, up and down, Trojan, left foot, right foot. Great player, great player. Um, if you if you started with me in Finsbury, then uh, you should remember this guy. He was mm. he was pretty top class. So yeah, I'll just I'll just add that in for him then. Uh, hopefully now the both of you will be able to comment on this player. I think the next we have on the list is Enrique. So Enrique um, of um, this uh, yeah. Marland era. So uh, did, did Enrique James... play in Finsbury? He didn't, did he? He just no, he play play Marland. 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 My, my only. My... But then Rika, I think his inclusion, I think there's what I, I think from, from a form and talent perspective, absolutely. He was probably technically one of the best players that we've, we've played with. But I just don't think he played long enough to be in the teams. But if we are going to count that, because he did play like one, yeah. But he I had think, a great influence with his technique. Yeah, I know. Oh, was... absolutely. No, no. I'm, no but I, I thought at the start when Chicks mentioned the longevity part, people who played more than a couple of years at least. But if we're looking at, if, if one season is enough like, properly and then then I think, yeah, you have to in, in, include him because he was probably, I think there's about two or three players that I think are probably the best players that I've played there. Uh, and he, for me, is in that top two or three. Chicks? Yeah, I think um, I think you're right. Technically, probably the best player I've played with Sunday football, for sure. Um, you know, and he had pace, he had stamina, you know, he... Influence again, yeah. You probably it would be it would be nice if he had played for longer, but I think in yeah, that he was there. He was, you know, he no, was the best player. You say he had pace, right? But he wasn't stupid. He just glide. He just knew how to run. Yeah, and exactly. Also, I also found that besides a couple of games where he knew to turn, he just he was just playing like I think in third gear or fourth gear. Precisely. Yeah. I was I was waiting for someone to say that. The thing about Enrique, I felt is he could always go up again. Oh, yeah. yeah, always felt as if he had pity on us that he was in mm. gear three or two but when he needed to step it up I mean there were so mm. many times where he would drive from defence all the way up to mm. up front and you couldn't stop him uh, and he just knew how to take care of that ball uh, yeah well, one, one of those with the, from the Portuguese uh, yeah well, I, I think two guys for me will come up to one of the other guys I'm, I'm sure later but yeah also I that ability and desire to you know as good as he was he would track back you know, make last-ditch tackles, having sprinted half the length of the pitch. When you mm. think you're clean through on goal, and suddenly Enrique comes out of nowhere and takes the ball off you. Mm. you know, that, I love he, that. He, was he was pretty complete. He could kind of play everywhere on the pitch as well. Yeah, he was yeah. like a younger version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> complete player. Thank you. All right, in your dreams, Satch. Okay, now moving on to uh, the next person on this list um, from the Marland era. Uh, introduced by Tahir John. Uh, it is none other than Teddy. Teddy. Uh, Satch, okay. you want to go first? Yeah, I, I'd say with, with Teddy, um, similar vein to Enrique, I think, you know when I said my, there's the top two or three players I think I've played, like in terms of yeah. pure, he would be in that because it, it's, it's, the, it's the games where um, you think, you know, it's, everyone's playing really, really well. Everyone's working hard and you've got somebody who can just take it, you know, just, just take on the extra player that he needs to or make that extra pass and just get that goal. And he was that player. He's, he was, his dribbling was, I think he's, the, he's been the best dribbler that we've had. Well, what, the other guy who I'm sure he will come to would, would probably argue uh, he, he would be up there with him. But he's probably up there 
because he could he could dribble, he could shoot. I think he was similar to Enrique. He used to he had that look about like he had a bit like that messy slash gigs look about him. I mean, that's giving him a lot of props. But it's just the way he would run. And I think everyone liked having him on the team as well. He's a good player. He's a nice player as well. And if he got kicked, he didn't mind. I think he was, he was a top bloke. Yeah. yeah, exactly that. I think, um, you know, when I referenced the fact that tracking back as well, Teddy was for me the, the ultimate guy for that. You know, going forward, absolutely devastating. Would beat you and smash it in the top corner. But then would sprint back if he lost the ball. Or you know, and nick it off you, and then start a move again. Mm. It's influence games, like you know, if you're talking about game changes, um, on Sunday yeah. football. This guy was, you know, up there. Yeah, all right, correct. Yeah, was he a winger or was he a striker? No, he was like a winger. He was like a, him as a winger. He was a winger, but would cut in the middle. Would he would keep going mm. and always playing the central as well. But he was, he was just good. He was a good player. Just demanded the ball. You know, mm. he, as you said, you know, didn't mind when he got kicked. You know, just got on with it. Really nice guy, really, really good player. You know, definitely one of the guys I miss playing against for sure, just because he was so tough to play against. You know, you, you know you've done well if you've had a good game against him. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we're moving back now to the uh, Finsby era. Um, again, a bit of a history lesson for the guys here. This, the next person on our list is none other than Bobby. Uh, Bobby, well, defender. What can, uh, Chiggs, you started off. I think you remember Bobby better than maybe Satch. So maybe you can give us a bit more uh, thoughts on Bobby. Yeah, again, didn't play with him uh, long enough, unfortunately. But again, very, very good defender. Um, very sort of quick feet as well. He, um, yeah. No, he he was... didn't have the best of technique, to be fair. But no. he was like one of these guys who you, you want to go to war with because he was always there, blocks, tackles, Tracking back, he was uh, yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty a handful. It was a hassle on on strikers. Hmm. Yeah, I, as in, I, I've played with him a few times. I actually only the, the two times I did play, I was in his team, and he was quite good because he was talking me through it because I was still relatively young. I didn't know anybody there, couldn't know any anyone's names, and I remember I'd, I'd played right back because I was just you know, like turning up on on the old Sunday mornings every now and then. So he was quite a good. He was a good team player to have, you know, kept things very simple. He was a good defender. But as as for how he defended, it's hard for me to comment because I didn't play against him. Whereas I played against like you, Rick, Vim, Adish. But in, like Rick, he had that mentality. He just He's the sort of guy you want in your team. And he just, he just seemed like a nice guy. You know, when you just meet someone like a nice guy, like he was yeah. there. And, and also, he'll, he'll put in a shift. And I think he's one of those guys that if you, if we, if we played now as well, and if we were rating him, those weekly ones, he would barely drop below a seven because you know that it's just one of those seven out of ten every week or eight. You know, like just playing hard working every week. Yeah, yeah, certainly, Satch. What's funny there is you say when you first joined, yeah, you are you can you completely are not the player that you were then. Thank God. No, no, but I, I was yeah because because I was young, I was quiet. You know, people used to take advantage of my pleasant nature and just <laughs> play me wherever. You know, just, and it was just hot Sundays and art. I'll, I'll edit the violin music in later, Satch. Um, yeah, okay. Next on to the list. Um, uh, I hope you guys can remember this guy well enough. Uh, he's one of the forefathers. Uh, who, another forefathers on this list. Uh, Rue? Uh, oh, Rue, yeah. Jake? No, unfortunately, uh, again, I, I missed the era of Rue. So this is, again, one that you probably taste. Is Rue uh, the guy who had like slightly longer hair, right? Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. good. He was a bit like Totty, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is a good player. He, he is a good player. I think he's, 
I can see why you're putting him on that list because around that time he was he was playing against um, when we had that Bobby and Bobby was like, let's watch out for this guy. And I remember when I was defending him again, I was like that fresh young knight and you were trying to defend him. And he's like, <laughs> because I thought, you know what, I'll keep I'll keep up with him because he, he doesn't seem as fit. But then he would just he could just turn anytime, keep it simple. He could turn, turn again, turn again. He was just very, very like gliding his way through. It was he was a quality player. He was a good player. Yeah. Just, I think that's the word you just, that's the word, like gliding. He was yeah. a very silky player. He'd drop a shoulder, go left mm. or right, and he had a very good shot. Mm. Uh, very silky player. He linked up very well with Ed um, yeah, in that era, uh, and as well as some other players. But yeah, that's why I think he mm. deserves a shout out. Plus, he's one of the founding fathers, so he's got to be on. Yes, because I remember him, him collecting the money. So I remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next on this list, uh, Chiggs, I hope uh, I can go to you first on this one is Adam. Yeah. Um, so when I started playing Finsbury, I think Adam was the sort of standout midfielder. I think he played for Bradford City, I think it was, youth. Yeah, or something, yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, you're talking about sort of Stevie Gerrard esque. You know, absolute um, machine in midfield, you know, box to box, goal scoring ability, tackling. Um, yeah, you know, really, really good midfielder. Uh, Satch, Adam? Um, here's the one. How Chiggs was for the other one. I mean, Adam, I remember him one or two times. I remember the name, but I've been doing this. You wouldn't be right if I played because I don't remember it. Um, Played, uh, so Adam, Adam, for me, uh, although I think he was more of a mid, I think in that era he played. He liked to play between either midfield or striker. And I remember many a game as when he was a striker. He liked to shoot. Uh, he had a shot on him. Uh, he liked his long range shots. What was weird is that obviously we we all came to Sunday football or Saturday football, however it was, and people would kind of play like eighty percent. They wouldn't really go in. Adam. He didn't know the difference. So whether <laughs> it's football on Sunday or in the park or wherever, or bloody Bradford City Stadium, Adam was going in 110%. Yeah, I and that's right. He yeah. was always, always a committed player. Sometimes Fair. a bit too strong, I think, uh, you know, for you want to keep it a bit friendly on Sunday football. But he was, uh, he was <clears> a great addition and a very, 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 very dangerous player. If you gave him a yard and he took a shot, not wise, not wise. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll move on from him because uh, we don't have too much stuff on him from you guys. Let's go next on the list. Uh, all right, so this is a it's a controversial entry as such. He didn't play that regularly on Sunday football, but I think for just his sheer ability and skill, he deserves yeah. to be on this list. Whether he ends up being in either of our eight, final eight, we'll see. Okay. Harry. Uh, so okay. I don't... Okay, from, me and Harry had our... We don't really get along every now and then. We have blood bickering and stuff but the one thing I will say is when it comes to pure football when Harry wants to play obviously initially he has this thing where he, he has to prove that he can you know be the best on the pitch or, or do the best and he's got this slight arrogance by it but the problem is he actually more, more often than not he actually does deliver and he's the one person of well and you know when I said there was, there was three obviously we said Enrique a special called out Teddy and the yeah. third name for me has to be him because I saw him on yeah, Tuesday every week and, and I've seen him on Sunday. Is he was the one who, even if you played at your best, if he was at his best, percentages wise, he was always going to come out on top in terms of not maybe every single time, but he'll carry on whether he gets he, he had strength, like 
pace and he was he was quick over like short distances. And that, that's what you need in five and seven aside. Power, strength, and everything else. Overall, for me, for me, he's probably in that top three. He didn't have the, let's say, the, how, how, the, the, the elegance of Teddy and Enrique, but right, what, right, he, what right. he had in difference was he had that strength, like a little Rottweiler. He's annoying, but he was bloody good. See, I'm going to have a slightly different opinion there. Um, in terms, of, I, w- I wouldn't put him in that same class as Enrique and Teddy, just because I don't think his all-round game was was up there. You know, as you say, dangerous, probably one of the most dangerous players I've played with and against. Um, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to do it, but his pace, you know, his first yard as well. Um, he could run with that ball, take it, you know, carry it. But his fitness wasn't, you know, he wasn't. He wouldn't get up and down the pitch. He had a bit of a tendency to get a bit frustrated if he wasn't yeah, getting more yeah, yeah. points, deeper and deeper, yeah. and therefore he'd be picking up the ball in his own kind of in his own defensive third, and then try and run the entire length of the pitch. So playing with him, he's quite frustrating because you know he won't release the ball. Um, yeah. And I think I think Enrique and Teddy knew when to pass and knew when to run with it, and I think that's the one thing that um, Harry slightly lacked, but. Yeah, it, it depends on, I guess, yeah, you're right, it's what, what metrics we use. But if they're going on pure ability, as I said, because like, obviously I, I'm a bit more biased because I saw him every week on Tuesday as well, right? So yeah. I would see more of him and, and I, would see the, I would see the teamwork and the, the defending part, which you see more in five. But I guess you, you're right, if, if you are judging eights, then it's, then it's different. But, um, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, but he deserves to be in, I, I don't know how long he's played, but he did play that one season. He's played as long as some of the other guys. So I think... Who deserves to be up in there? I mean, to be fair, you're right. I mean, I would definitely have him in this list because no matter what happens, whenever he plays, even even if you now I can say, well, he's frustrating to play with against, this guy scores goals for fun, you know, and he scores ridiculous goals, which he's created himself. Yeah. And, you know, he's, yeah, a very, very dangerous player. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, my, I, I'm, I'm happy to say on, on record, uh, this is the most, probably the most frustrating player I've ever played against. I, I always think I can raise my game. It's something I think you said, Satch. Mm. Uh, you know, his, uh, he can just get that further percentage on you. That He's probably the most difficult player because I had him for pace, but skill-wise, he will just take you left and right. Yeah. Feet. He had no left, and remember, he had no left foot, really. All no, but the thing is, he had that weird thing to do with his right. He could do that weird thing with his right, right. He would still shoot with his right from the left. He did that. Only, yeah, player, yeah. only player in Sunday football who is allowed to rock up a bit like 9.05 with a coffee and cigarette. John, you're not allowed to do it. Only Harry. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, next on the list, uh, we're coming into the final three, uh, is none other than Mr. Sunday football. Uh, he, uh, Satch may have facilitated the move from, uh, from uh, Finsbury to Marlen, but there was one guy who for like a good six to eight year period was Sunday football through and through organizing, um, going mental on the pitch, uh, just a bit of a Captain Marvel, really. Uh, my fellow Sunday footballer, you know, sort of like admin host and whatever, uh, Vichy Babe. Uh, oh, Vichy, talk about Vichy Babe, uh, Darren Fletcher. Fletcher, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's v- terrible. I mean, v- Vich is probably the got the best engine of anyone I've seen. You know, back, back, listen, back in the day when we used to play, right? When we were, I think that 
period we moved over to Mile End, Vish's engine in midfield, box to box, just you know, he was just he was so hard to play against because he'd always be nipping at your heels, um, mm. and then he would pick up the ball and drive. You know, he was all action, great, great player. You know, he just. Uh, you see, with 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 Vish, it's like I'm a bit more biased because I, I know the man as well as the player. I guess we all do. I said, sorry, I shouldn't say, but um, he was when I first saw him. He was a bit of a he was a chubby lad. He had a bit of skill, but he, he never had the fitness, right? Hey, Honestly. hey, hey, hey! I played with this guy since Friday. Okay, no, no, no. But, but tell us, this is my minute. So tell us, let, let me have my minute or, or thirty seconds. He was he was he was, he was, a, he was a little fat kid, right? Then he he still had he was good on the ball, but then his fitness was the one thing that he was lacking, right? And then when he saw he didn't just get fit, he got super fit, starting triathlons and stuff. And uh, I remember those, as Chick said, those hot days where you play and you run, where like you make a run, you're out of it, and you go past the guy because you can still get past him. Let's, let's be honest, you can get past him, but he would, you know, would he give up? No, he'd still be there again, chasing you, chasing you. From work rate perspective, he was like a, he was the closest to a Kante that we've had. He's like yeah. always working, 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 working. And then his stock then started to increase such that his, Finishing started getting even better because he, because he was more he was fit he wouldn't get tired and again I, I keep saying this, when you're not tired you can think clearly and you can clearly you make the right decisions and he then started you know, scoring more goals and he started becoming becoming a lot better it's, it's just a shame that he went to the states when he did because then yeah. I said he he was still playing like decent in my life when he returned he hasn't been the same but I play with Vish now on Wednesday and I can tell you this he has found some of that engine back so I think it's only a matter of time that we're gonna start seeing him on Sundays, which will be a nice little treat for someone who's coming up to, what, 40 now. He's, yeah. still, he's, he's still got it. Jigs, uh, any final words on... Uh, I, I, think, on I think exactly that's exactly it. You know, he, he, his game improved um, for sure, you know, in the time I played with him. You know, he was MVP uh, one of the seasons and that was thoroughly deserved, you know, just, as you say, his fitness... I mean, for me, I I, I play Sunday football well because of him. Let's, I'm, let's not. He brought me in Sunday football because he was like, I'd go to his house before, stay over, and again, he would be the guy waking up in the morning, calling people, making sure people could play, and you know, and that admin, as someone who's doing a lot of the admin now, I know it takes a lot of hard work. I know Neil and Toes do an exceptional job helping out, but it's it's a lot easier now than it was back then. So, and yeah, sterling effort. Uh, my, well, if I can just say a couple of things about Vichy Babe, I think, you know, for, for a, a decade, me and him were, you know, yeah, we, we, we pretty much, yeah, we ran Sunday football, but let me talk about him as a player. I mean, he was a great, like you guys have all said, great engine, um, great leadership qualities on the pitch. The only thing I hold against Vichy is two things mainly, right? He wanted to be involved in every part of the play from defense, midfield, attack. Mm. And he got so frustrated with himself and other players if they weren't on his level. Because it seems to uh, cut off a little bit. Is that is it, is it you or Chiggs? I think one of you guys needs to not move around too much. Tyson. Oh, sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, but he, he's, Vish is just always, always one of those players that you always want on his team. And uh, yeah. he thoroughly deserves to be on this list, I, I think. So, yeah. Okay. Um, right. Uh, Zaman, the next one on the list. Uh, Chiggs. Zam Zam. Zam Zam. Zam Zam was for the like ultimate striker. Uh, you, you, you talk about Vito, but Zaman was the was the guy you wanted in front of goal. Um, clinical as you like. It would drop he, you and score goals for fun. He even has he had he even has a move, Chiggs. That famous uh, you know, slide uh, slide over the ball with his right 
commit the yeah. keeper and they're starting with his left. It was called the Zaman. The Zaman. That's oh. the, when you've got a name moved after you, you know, where you you just drop the keeper and absolutely mug him off. Um, just brilliant. Like, what a guy. I actually, I really miss him um, as a player and as a person. You know, always great disposition on the pitch. And it's a shame, you know, he got injured, unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's me. I, I, that's my fault. I, I got him at the back of his uh, Achilles. So, yeah, that's my fault. Sorry. Uh, yeah, but you know, he was, um, yeah, he was, he, he was, you know, proper, proper striker that loved scoring goals. Yeah, as I said, I, I played with him a, a, a few times, and again, that, a couple of times when I played, he was on the opposite team, and as as someone had, I had to play play further back, I remember it was frustrating because. He could just he, he would he would find a shot from like the small the tightest of angles, and he would always make like that. the same way you described Vito. His this guy's movement was really good, and he was like a Michael Owen type striker. It was, like, it was different. I wouldn't say he was a target man, no. but he could just find the he could you know he could turn and just get a shot in, and he could just move around. And yeah, he was a good he was, he was a good really good finisher. And I said like I didn't see the, the best of him because I only saw a few games, but yeah. and the few games that I played, he was one of the guys that I was kind of told to look out for. Because he's in the opposition team that could do damage, and he he did. So you could you know you could, you could see why. Yeah, when he he when, he wasn't the same player when he came to Myland. Obviously, the injuries yeah. were taking their toll on him, unfortunately. So you didn't yeah. necessarily see the best of Vito yeah. in uh, in Myland. But in Finsbury, as Chick says, th- this guy is like you said Vito. You said you yeah. mean Zeman. He's he's ultimate striker. Okay. Last but not least on the on the list of legends is Mo. Mo is the fo- is our forefather. Mo Mo's the person that's uh, organised Saturday is, football and then is, from is Saturday football. He's the guy that's in Singapore. Yep, that's the guy. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, now in Singapore, living out there. Shout out to Mo. Uh, you guys, uh, no, Shiggs, you should have more of a memory on him than I, that. Again, guy. I didn't really play with uh, enough enough with Mo. Um, you know, the odd game here and there when I was first starting out, so mm. yeah. I mean, with, with him, I, I played with him in the tournaments that we had for CAS, the CAS tournament, right? And um, he, he he had a team there, and also I remember him playing on the, the odd Sundays, but in the same way, how um, when Adam was mentioned, I can't fully, you know, I, I don't want to do an injustice by describing a person's game, I can't remember the. the you know how he used to play, etc. So I'm not gonna. I think he's more comment. of a. I think he's more of a diminutive midfielder. Um, he he got he got himself about the pitch. He wasn't necessarily the most skillful or fast. He got himself on the end of things, so he he popped up with a few crucial goals. But he mm. had an engine, not like Visha's engine, and not like maybe the technique of of uh, Reza. But uh, Mo was always one of those people that yeah you'd like to go to war with because he he never gave up and uh, he would come up with a goal from time to time. So always dangerous. Not Frank Lampard-ish, like always coming in, yeah. But you know, maybe, maybe a poor man's Ramsey, and that's that's testament to him because Ramsey is a very good player. But uh, yeah, but that that's what I'll say on Mo. But the main thing is okay. he's the forefather. He's the one that gave us Sunday football, so he deserves to be on this list as well. Yeah, of course. I think people, yeah, that, that people who make things happen. If he's, I said, if, if he didn't sort it out, then it wouldn't have happened, and then we wouldn't be having this chat. Yeah. All right. Guys, so that that comes to the the list. I think that's uh, thirteen players. Uh, who wants to go first with their with their best eight? 
Oh, from that list, yeah? From that list, your, your best And, and also, players, are, are we your, assuming, your when you say eight, do you mean eight on-field players, right? Because there's oh, no really... players, yeah. So, I think... Okay, well, well, I, think I think if we do it as a combined exercise, because obviously, me and Satch probably didn't have sort of input into, you know, discussing Mo and... Um, and that. So that means, so that means technically, the, that means technically, my eight is going to be the uh, the one that goes up, right? That that, that means that's what that means. No, because it's that's that's I'm very joking. biased, isn't it? I'm just yeah. no, okay. But, um, also, no, but no, but one thing I would like to point out: this is just my observation, right? And feel free to slate me on this or whatever afterwards. From my perspective, and again, this, I I didn't play enough in physical, so I can't comment. But I did, I do find that the, the style of play was completely different then to how it is in Milan now. And the key thing I think that, that's been around the change is we've all got older and we've all got better as well. And I think, like, and, and I've seen that in Chiggs and I've seen that in you. Like, you, when I saw you in Finsbury, yes, you were quicker, but you, say, three, four years ago in Milan, much better player. And that's, I think the same goes for Chiggs as well because we all got physically stronger and everything. The other part, I think, is, is definitely... Is, is, it's what it's, it's uh, defending, defending. I think in the mile end era, we had a lot of attackers and strikers because there was the odd one. There's one defender in each side and, and one the mid. Right? I think now, yeah, yeah, Finsbury era, yeah. Whereas I think in mile end, we've got a lot more. So like, like I, I think, and it's hard to say, but I think it's like you had your Vim and Artish and Foley and Rick and all these guys, you know, on their defensive form. In Finsbury, I'm not saying the other guys wouldn't still be as good, but I think it would be a lot harder for them to sort of get those goals, you know, like proper solid through and through defense. So I guess it kind of works. It works It works both ways. But um, I think if you're thinking about making a team out of those players, I think, as you said, the players who we can't really, if we, if we can't remember them, not a lot of people in the podcast will. So I think we should probably not include them in that eight unless you think there's they deserve I, I, to be there. Eh? Or is that you can all have our. Yeah. So is this a combined eight or is this just one? Our personal one. Yeah, your personal one. Uh, you've got you've got a list of legends there. What's your best eight out of them? So I'll go first. I'll kick us off then. Uh, you Before you do that, can you just read the names out? Really? Yeah, recap. So, so we've got uh, okay, we've got Gervais, we've got Shaz, we've got Rez, Ed, Teddy, Enrique, Bobby, Rue, Adam, Harry, Vish, Zaman, and Mo. So out of those, come up with your eight. I'll start us off. Give you guys some time to. Now you come up with, with, with seven on-field players or eight on-field players, basically. Eight on-field players. Eight on-field players. Okay. So, so there's no stupid back then, like, um, okay. like your names in mush. Okay. okay. All right. I'm going to start off. So I'm going to start off in goal, but he could come out of goal anytime he wanted to and go up front. I'm going to start with Chaz, the emperor. Uh, in defence, I'm going to have a two-man defence. I'm going to say Rez and Gervais. Rez in defence? I'm going to say Rez and Gervais in defence. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to... Rez could play either there. He could play either midfield or, or defence. Um, I'm going to put him in defence. He was that much of a class player. I've got other, I've got some other midfielders that I'd like to put in, so that's why. Um, I'm going to put as the holding midfielder, probably I'm going to put Vish for his engine, and he could drop back into defence as well if he really wanted to. Um, I've got Ed and Enrique as the other midfielders, either side of Vish. Got Teddy as the uh, withdrawn striker, and I've got Zaman as my top man up front. That's my eight. Chigs or Satch? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think my team very, that. very similar to that. Um, my midfield would be mm. Rez, Vish, 
Enrique and Teddy, you know, so one of them probably slightly withdrawn. Gervais in defence, Shaz as my captain, uh, Zaman up front. Say that again, Chirag. Go back to what you said about Gervais. Uh, so Gervais in defence. Um, yeah. I'd probably have sort of Teddy and Rez as my sort of wing backs either side of them. Or I should probably Enrique and Teddy as the wing backs because their ability to get the ball and carry up the pitch um, and get back up and down. Right. Um, yeah. Midfield, Zaman up front. Um, and I'm missing one person, aren't I? Yeah. Probably Adam Smith. Adam? Okay. All right. Sack? Mm, well, it's slightly similar, but I'm trying to pigeonhole people. Okay, so if we're saying Shaz is the goalkeeper, <laughs> he, did, he, did, uh, he goes on goal for me because he can come out on pitch as well. I think in defence, I would have uh, Vish and Enrique. Um, only because I'm trying to force other people in. Because of this, uh, this, but, uh, yeah, and I don't think Enrique can play in defence as well because that's where he started off. He was a centre back, so Vish and Enrique in defence. Then I'd have a midfield of Ted, Ed, and Rez. Ted, Ed, Ed and <laughs> yeah, I'd have Ed in the middle because, uh, as I said, like I didn't play that often. But when I did play, he, he he was good, and you could just tell like he had that thing. And I think that's, I think he was a better. Player, although Vish has more commitment in work, but in terms of technique, I think he had a bit more than Vish did. But whereas Vish can do the defensive part, he can still run around, so he needs to be full back. Um, and then up front, I'd have Harry. And if I've asked my eight, isn't it? No, that's eight. Harry's up front, okay. Harry, that makes eight with Harry up front. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, no, I think that's that's it. And I think all I'd bring in Gervais as right back if needed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, guys, thanks yeah. very much for your input. That is it. That is the talk about the Sunday football legends. So I hope you guys have been able to mm. go down memory lane, uh, down memory lane with us well enough. Um, mm. Connection issues there. Sorry about that, chaps. But uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast nonetheless. If you were, if you're one of these people who've joined this year or in the last two years. Uh, you need to know your history, chaps. So this was a bit of a history lesson is to... I've got a feeling a lot of those guys would have not a single clue of any of these names. <laughs> doesn't matter. Me. You need to know where you come from, yeah. Satch, in order to go forward. That's the point. They need to learn their history. Okay. And with that, chaps, that is the uh, Marlen uh, Sunday Football Podcast uh, Quarantine Edition number two. I would sincerely like to thank... Uh, Chixie Bay for making it this morning. Chicks. Yep, no worries, guys. I really enjoyed that. Going, uh, going a bit of a trip down memory lane. And uh, hope everyone stays safe and we're back out playing football soon. Thank you, Chicks. And uh, Satch, co president. Hopefully, see you soon. Yep, no, so um, oh, yep, fine. Uh, okay, cool. Ne- Cheers. Next week, next week, I'm hoping to have a one on one interview with one of the current Sunday football legends. Uh, let's see if I can grab an interview with Tom Green about why he is the son, why he is the prodigal son. Okay. <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. On, on, your, on your own, mate. <laughs> All right. Nice, Thank you. Bye bye.